Welcome to Panel to Screen. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell! Man, how you doing today? You know, I'm I'm doing good. Doing yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I say panel to screen. This is actually a TV talk. You know, this is weird because like the movies <laughs> are now the shows and now the shows are the TV, but the TV is the streaming. And it's just it's all it's all the same thing. Uh Kenobi TV talk for proper uh this time around. Uh I'm Bo, he's Bell. Um, you know, the, the during this uh series, this kind of mini series slash event, they call it a special event. We did uh or I should say I predominantly did a bunch of minis after every single episode sharing my thoughts. It's been kind of a fun new experiment. Hope y'all are enjoying some of those for uh, Miss Marvel and Westworld and all these kind of uh, fun, fun little shows and whatnot. Uh, but, but, but Bell, man, this is finally it. This is the big Kenobi in review. Now that we actually have the full picture, now that we're talking about the season as a whole, we get a chance to kind of unpack the special event that was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Bell, what are your thoughts? So, um, I had an interesting journey during this, uh, during the show, much like Obi-Wan did, uh, during, during the show as well. So when it, when it started out, um, I, I was kind of skeptical about including Leia in the story as a means to get Obi-Wan off planet. Yes. I remember Um, this. I, I really, really like the little girl who plays Leia. I think she's perfectly casted and she's super charming and um, probably her performance alone is what grew that story element on me. Um, but initially, I was kind of thinking um, there are other ways to to do that. And there's other ways to like, I don't know, have Obi-Wan do stuff. Well, um, yeah, so so hang on. Let's, let's, let's pause here for a quick moment. Because you're right. The, the, the child that they brought in to play Leia was a, a fantastic casting. Really got the spirit of the character. And honestly, I mean... <laughs> Like, it reminds me so much of my youngest. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, let me ask you this, though. I want to, I want to, you know, I know that, you know, one of your main critiques was about, you know, why did it have to be Leia? There are, as you mentioned, other reasons why Obi-Wan uh, could leave Tatooine or, or threats that, that are of equal or greater value than Luke and his protection. L- let me ask you this, though. This is more on like a a general theme that we seem to be getting from a lot of Star Wars media right now is we see constantly a an older, generally weathered character or characters who are currently in the role of mentor or protector or paternal figure to a young child. We've seen this with Grogu uh, in, uh, in The Mandalorian. We have seen this with Omega in uh, uh, Bad Batch on the Bad Batch series. Uh, we've seen this obviously with uh, even going f- as far back as Rebels with uh, with Kanan and uh, the kid Ezra. So we're kind of constantly seeing this, and now now that we're here in Kenobi, once again we've got kind of old grizzled war hero, uh, kind of our 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 main antag- our protagonist who is now in the charge, or rather given the charge of a uh, youngling of some sort, a, a child that they have to kind of watch over who different here. This is a child we actually know. And so that's kind of a, an interesting thing. And, and, you know, maybe, uh, maybe perhaps canonically challenging for some and, and not as bothersome as others. But uh, regardless, what do you think about this? Is this, is this a formula that we're starting to see star Wars establish or, or rather further through Kenobi? I mean, it sort of feels like it, right? Like I, I don't have a lot of experience with that. Like my, my most exposure would be with Grogu and uh, uh, Din Djarin, the Mandalorian. Um, Cause I, I, you know, I didn't watch bad watch. I haven't watched all of rebels. Um, you know, I, I haven't seen all of Clone Wars. Um, and I guess you could say like Ahsoka Anakin is, is a similar kind of thing, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I don't know. They always had more of a brother-sister relationship, whereas I feel like there's more something paternal 
with, uh, with okay. some of these others. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, I haven't seen it all, but yeah, I mean, it kind of feels that way, right? It kind of feels like that's, that's sort of the, the route that they're going. Um, but, uh, I, I, I think for me with Leia, what it was is that, you know, she's a princess on Alderaan and that kidnapping scene was just so goofy, <laughs> so bad that it, it just, you know, it just completely killed my immersion into it. Right. And, and it's like, there's like there's nobody watching her like how these people get on planet like all this kind of stuff it it just it just killed my immersion like it would make so much more sense if 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 it was anyone else <laughs> you know and yeah. and it, and it yeah. like it, it just it just it just hurt my brain trying to like you know think of how all this incompetence this this you know uh uh a comedy of errors happened to allow the princess of Alderaan to get captured by a red hot chili pepper uh <laughs> well, i mean like was, and you wonder you wonder how alderaan got blown up okay this makes a lot more sense okay the death <laughs> think about it bell the death star is giant it is slow moving you know what i mean <laughs> like literally everybody on the planet died like a big space earth killing machine comes at you slowly the entire time you've got time you've got you've got you've got you know they could have mounted. You could launch some ships. <laughs> yeah, get some ships out there. Get them, move them, move them off. Like, come on, this Bale, Bale just kind of sit there and took it. And uh, I, I'm just I saying, I'm just game. saying, Alderaan, man, that that seems like a choice. Okay, like the fact <laughs> they got blown up seems like a choice. Just you know, just just standing there, like on the surface with your arms on your hips, just staring at the Death Star, going, "Come at me, bro." <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, but yeah, no, you're yeah. right. You're right. Not, but, not exactly the best defense is uh, uh, active on uh, on Alderaan. That's for sure. Yeah, and but, you know, Alderaan is peaceful. They have no weapons. That's what Leia said about them. But like, you know, even still, a peaceful planet would would understand that there are dangers in the galaxy, especially after a galactic civil war just happened mm-hmm. twenty years earlier. Yes, that's true. Uh, yeah, and and the leader of Alderaan was in that galactic civil war. He saw what happened. Uh, but anyway, all that aside, like it was really immersion breaking. I think for me. Um, and it was just so goofy and like really <laughs> not shot well. And <laughs> just, I don't know. Like, so, so again, the, the, the little girl who played, uh, Leia was wonderful in the role and that's what kind of, um, brought me to it, you know, and being okay with it. But like the beginning is, is just rough. Like, I think I would skip the first, I don't know, three episodes if I, if I watch this, this, uh, series again, um, just because they, they didn't have a lot going for them. Um, but once we sort of get into the, um, essentially Jedi underground railroad stuff, yeah. that's when it starts getting really, really interesting. And like, I, I feel like there could have been a way to get there, um, without having Leia. But like, again, though, that's, that's the crazy thing about me is like at the end, um, when, uh, uh, like those last couple episodes, like that relationship between Leia and Obi-Wan is just so pure and so wholesome that overall I, like I, I'm I'm okay with it. Like I was okay with it. I, I probably still wouldn't watch maybe the first one or two episodes if I rewatched it again, just because they're just eh, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> there, there's okay. parts of them that are great. There's parts of them that are great. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But just the just the 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 Leia stuff about it just just irks me. I don't. Yeah. Wild. Okay. So mm, I I mean like a couple things here. First off, uh, I I mean like yeah, there there was some great moments that for one thing there was the 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 Seth Rogen alien. Uh, which is, it's wild because they didn't even have to use any prosthetics. I mean, look, you know, you just get Seth Rogen and, and you're talking about, uh, um, uh, the, the the guy with the the empire sticker on the back of his yeah, truck yeah the empire sticker <laughs> yeah. on the back of his truck yeah dude like I, I was like I feel like I've I feel like I've been in this Uber before like, like, you know I mean? like <laughs> oh I certainly have 
<laughs> like there's like, oh man, I, lo- I actually really appreciated that because more often than not, we always see, you know, empire evil, rebels good. Right. Yes. Good. But here's the thing, like the entire galaxy, like the complexity of the galaxy, there were pro empire people, you know, that were like, not just stormtroopers that were just like everyday citizens. And I think like showcasing that and showcasing somebody who's even like, yeah, you know, I just uh, got these two uh, weirdos in the back. You might want to just check them out. You know, I think, I think that was good. And again, uh, props to, to uh, phenomenal casting. Seth Rogen, you just you don't even have to put a thing on his face. It's just there he is. Honestly, right there. I didn't know that was Seth Rogen because I didn't hear him laugh. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm but assuming I, it was I, Seth Rogen. It sounded like him. I don't know, but I, so, my, my issue though, I, I have this problem with a lot of some of the newer Star Wars stuff. Like it was a big issue that I had with uh, with uh, amongst other things, uh, the Last Jedi. Um, I, Star Wars for me has always been a, a fairy tale of good versus evil, right? It's a space opera fairy tale of good versus evil. And when you start like, you know, making stuff ambiguous, where like Finn all of a sudden is like, I don't want to be a bad guy and he decides not to be, then you have to wonder, okay, well, like when they blew up the first order base, how many potential good guys did they slaughter and stuff like that? Like it, it, it just, it, <laughs> Star Wars isn't 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 a medium for telling those kinds of stories. I disagree. I think it can be. I think di- like diving directly into those complexities can be a real like Star Wars can be a great place to do that. And I think the it's not even just the the prequel or the sequel trilogy, man. I mean, like the Clone Wars cartoon series dealt a lot with heavy issues of, hey, clone troopers. That's kind of slavery, right? Like there's a, there's a lot of like like concepts that they don't go as deep as they could because they only lightly touch on a lot of that stuff. But there's a lot of complexity at play that they also don't fully shy away from either. And I think that Star Wars is a great universe to do that. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just, I don't know. It it, it seems like a, uh, uh, not diversion, but a, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Uh, you, you, I get, I get that you like the, the simple space opera fantasy and that's good. There's nothing wrong. Cause that's that. what it was like that. That's what, that's what 1977 Star Wars was. It was that, a, it was it space opera. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and even still, even with, uh, empire and return of the Jedi, like there's, you know, there's, there's not this sort of like ambiguity about it. It's good versus evil. Terminator um, two or Terminator one. Is like, which one do I think is better? Yes. Like from what kind of standpoint? Well, okay. This I guess to some extent. Uh, do, do you do, do you enjoy Terminator Two? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, all right. So, but the the reality is, Terminator Two is an action movie, right? Yeah, action adventure, time heist type situation. Well, not maybe not time. Well, kind of time heist. They got to steal life. Well, like the Terminator is more like a horror movie. Yeah, exactly. This is my point. So the concept, the original like story was a horror movie but the like the franchise became more of an action franchise now for better or for worse for various different properties that are out there but regardless it's now an action franchise but the original source movie was originally a horror movie but it was able to grow and become something beyond what it was originally star wars is the exact same way yes at its core well you're, you're you're conflating two different things though because uh like alien is a horror movie aliens Ah. <laughs> is a sci-fi action movie, right, um, right? But the 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 that's that's changing genre. The the what and and that's fine. Changing genre is fine. You can have a horror movie in the Star Wars universe. That's fine. I mm. I like like uh for example, <laughs> a uh, uh Bo Crutcher, one of our mutual friends, um sent me a short film that uh, some people that he knew did where uh it's it's basically uh stormtroopers in the forest of Endor at night running away from murderous Ewoks. And it's terrifying. 
<laughs> and, 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 and it works. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's wonderful. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But that's that's that is a genre swap. So the difference, like like to to be similar, would be like if in uh, if an alien, right? It's a horror movie, and the aliens are obviously bad, and the company is obviously bad. And uh, it would the next one would be like there's a good character in the company and the aliens are actually something really really good and or or or, or like yeah some of them can be bad but some of them can be good and it's like like there's there's what if a xenomorph is actually you know has the potential to to be an ally to the company and the company you know they're they're not all bad guys and and so you know it, it just it, the the ambiguity there doesn't 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 belong because like the the story that the movie's trying to tell is that. These people are bad and what they're doing is bad and we don't need ambiguity in there to say, well, maybe they could be good. I mean, I, be, the, I think the, th- the core theme of Star Wars has always been that redemption is possible no matter how bad you are. So the notion that like that you don't have to just be Darth Vader to be able to be redeemed. Yes, even a stormtrooper can be redeemed, but that also doesn't mean like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that that choice and that's the other thing too, right? All of these series have kind of a critical choice that's. Uh, brought before one of the characters. And this one, it was Reva as opposed to its main character. So that was kind of interesting is that the, the choice itself was given to the villain. Um, but regardless, like that's, that's always kind of a, a quintessential moment in every single Star Wars. That's, that's core, that's core to what Star Wars has always been, I would argue. But anyway, let, let's get back to Kenobi. So uh, first three episodes, not exactly your favorite. You liked it better once it got on the, uh, the, the underground Jedi railroad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think like once the, the, uh, story started hitting that point and started getting into a stride. That's where we started to see um, more Star Warsy stuff, in my opinion. What about um, the Inquisitors? And, what did you think of them? So I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot of context with the Inquisitors. Like I know they were a thing in the lore, uh, and I know they're a thing in uh, Clone Wars and Rebels and all those different uh, different shows that I haven't finished watching. <laughs> um, and and you know, I, I I thought I thought it was like a you know obviously the Jedi were hunted down and obviously they needed you know, force wielders to do that. And so they, they needed dark Jedi. I thought, uh, Reva's storyline was awesome. I know a lot of people have been giving her flack and stuff like that, but I thought that was a really interesting way. Like she was a youngling that wasn't killed by Anakin and she's using that revenge and that hatred to like drive her to the dark side to ultimately try and kill Anakin, (laughs) (laughs) which which I I thought, I I thought that was a great little story arc, especially like when Obi-Wan says, it's like, I'm not bringing, you're not bringing me to him. I'm bringing him to you. Like, I thought that was cool. That was a super great moment. Um, And, and she has a redemption arc in it as well, you know? And, and so like, I I thought all of that was, was, was fine. And that was great. And, and I, and I like that. Um, The, the other inquisitors, like what happens to them? Who knows? Uh, The only one I cared about was, was Reva because she was the only one that was remotely interesting. Right. Right. yeah, the, the the second sister, the the Grand Inquisitor guy with the lines on his head. Eh, whatever, I don't care. Um, I, I know what happens to him. <laughs> yeah, he, he supposedly dies in another show. Yeah, I which which, which I knew that. I, I knew that. And so when he got <laughs> when he got stabbed in like what the first or second episode, I was right, like, right. Uh, then some some nerds are gonna be mad online. <laughs> it was almost as if a thousand Twitter voices were <laughs> crying out. <laughs> but for me, I didn't care. Um, you know, it, it, even if they had broken canon right there, I didn't care. Yeah. But like, you know, he came back and, uh, uh, you know, whatever. But like, I, I thought I thought that was uh, she was the only one that was interesting to me and her story made sense. And um, the 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 fact that she couldn't kill Luke because she refused to to become what Anakin had become. Right. Like, even though she had used the dark side to uh, progress to where she was, she still couldn't jump over that ledge. And I thought that was good. 
Um, again, that's bringing up, you know, the redemption thing that you were talking about earlier. And, uh, you know, something that I think I would argue was, was added into Star Wars, um, post it's, uh, you know, original 1977 release. Um, but it's, that's, that's the same kind of, you know, not necessarily genre change, but sort of storyline, um, uh, expansion that, that happens with series is like that. I, yeah. I would, I would love to see George Lucas's original spec, um, at like the, that he had before, uh, gaining a lot of money and stuff. Ah, you're such a purist. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I am. I'm sorry, man. Uh, okay. I, I, I do have to make one little comment here, which is in the finale when she, she buries her lightsaber. Like I'm like, <laughs> like very shallowly in the sand. I'm like, kids play out here. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, there are so many lightsabers buried on, on, on Owen Lars's farm. <laughs> some, some dude, like, you know, 50 years in the future, he's going to have a metal detector out there right. and just like ruined old farm and find like 15 lightsabers. <laughs> that's, you know what? That's how the, that's how the inquisitors actually got them. You know, when they found like all those lightsabers are like, like decorating out their, uh, their throne room. It's like, did you get, did you kill all these? Uh, I, I need 12 more Jedi hunted down. Like, Oh guys, we are so behind on our numbers. Hey, just head over to Tatooine. Like just like move some sand around. You can typically find a couple there. <laughs> Look, I found eight last week. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> just, just buried on this farm. It's crazy. Go to Tatooine. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, yeah. I, th- I thought that was funny, but uh, yeah, you know, I, 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 I love the emotional beats that they, that they pulled in the last couple episodes. I thought uh, Vader and Obi-Wan's fight, which I, I wasn't expecting to mm. to really it, – it's, it's weird. It's because, like, the their meeting on the first Death Star in Star Wars is, like, you know, a, a piece of cinema history and just, you know, art. And um, to, seeing them fight again was it, – it, 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 it was better than my expectations. I was worried about it being just, like, you know, a uh, – uh, kind of i guess just like actiony sort of thing that that takes away a lot of meaning and stuff but they they really they they really drove it home with you know the dialogue that they put in there where you know Anakin was saying uh you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker I did and stuff like that and so you know Obi-Wan's choice there again not to kill him because in his eyes he was already dead um he had given up on his friend which was probably his his big ultimate failure and the reason why he sacrificed himself is because uh, in 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 the in the first Death Star uh, was you know to sort of I guess pay for that failure. Yeah, yeah, and, and I guess use that uh, knowledge that he learned from Qui Gon, which is cool seeing Qui Gon. You know, props to Qui Gon. Oh, you know, okay. So that one, I've been thinking, I've been letting that one kind of like sit with me for a little bit longer, and I don't really love that actually, the Qui Gon thing. I mean, I honestly, if anything, it was just a throwback to. Uh, the end of Revenge of the Sith, where Yoda tells Obi Wan he's going to teach him how to, you know, commune with his old master. It's just a payoff for that, really. Is it? But the, is it really a payoff though? Like, I feel like it's it's a check that was cashed, and then it turns out that uh, they put the the points, and so instead of you know a uh, hundred dollars, it's ten dollars. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I I don't know. Like, it didn't. I feel for the buildup, it was a little lackluster. Um, and I would have, I would have loved more. I get it. Liam Neeson's a busy guy, and he's not cheap, so that's fine. But I really, I, I feel as though it would have been nicer to have more of what does that actually mean? What knowledge does Qui Gon have that that Obi Wan is going to learn from? Like, what what value is there in kind of communing with Qui with uh, with Qui Gon beyond just the fact, like in the in the future, you will need to. Oh wait, that's my 
That's my Alec Guinness voice. Hang on. Uh, uh, um, I have a particular set of skills. Uh, in the future, <laughs> you, you might need to uh, also pop back up. And uh, when you do it, you're going to want to do it in a desert. It might be a snow desert, but to do it just like this, like this. Try to, try to frame <laughs> the shot just like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, in, in be creepy like, about honest. it too. Don't like see how I'm being all casual right now. Don't do that. Do you want to be creepy? Look, <laughs> that's, look. That's, that's a pretty decent uh, uh, Qui Gon there, or at least decent impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what can I say, Bell? I have a particular set of skills. Hey, oh, <laughs> this guy, this guy. <laughs> but you know, like, it was all right. Um, I, I, I think, I, I think the the whole uh, you know Yoda saying that line, "I'll teach mm. you to commune with your old master," was. Uh, just just a, a way to explain how Obi-Wan was able to become a force ghost, which again, sometimes you just don't need to explain stuff. The force should be mysterious, right? Like it should be, um, we don't, we didn't need midichlorians. We certainly didn't need midichlorians and, and we don't need to know how, uh, uh, Obi-Wan can become a force ghost, you know, like some things are better left unexplained. Yeah, I was I was comfortable with that as well. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. I, I maybe we'll get a comic book. Yeah, you know, like there'll probably be some sort of like sequel comic book to this that'll go into to some of those things, which would be fun. But I don't know. I, I felt that was the only thing that I really felt a little let down by. Um, but I, I loved it. You talk about the fight sequence. I loved the fight sequence between Vader and uh, and Obi Wan. I felt like that was a good bridge. Like we needed a better bridge between the final confrontation on the death star and the first, you know, fight on Mustafar. And I feel like this really dealt with that. Like this really kind of told that story and filled in some pretty significant gaps um, in terms of these two, what their relationship were before and after. Yeah. And I loved the scenes with, uh, uh, with Anakin and Obi-Wan training, um, oh, that Coruscant. was great. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. good. That was, that was good stuff. So that's what I'm saying. Like this show really hit its stride and it really stuck the landing. Yeah. Um, the beginning was rough. Uh, it had me questioning why even you would, you would bring in Leia, even though the, the actress who plays her is so good. Like it, that, that was my concern was that like, you're getting this, this, this person to play this character and they're so good at it, but is it going to end up being a waste because the storyline's so dumb? <laughs> like that I was, that was my big concern. Okay. And, all right. That's yeah. Okay. All right. Keep, keep going. It, she's running through the forest and, and she's she's a small kid she can't run fast and, and she these does are grown men she has she has a she has a mickey mouse droid too that started it's, to bother me a little bit at the yeah product yeah yeah and and like you know the, the the weird green bounty hunter guys like running into tree limbs like i don't even just, remember this guy like see, see, I, see i don't even remember that okay i don't even how do you not remember that, that? because the rest of the, the story that, happens that, that, that whole that whole scene it was just like the guy like bumbling around like he doesn't know how to run man you gotta let stuff go and it it, it just again it was immersion breaking uh, like, I, like the, the, you could have you could have had them appear professional and have them sneak in and take her without anybody noticing. Instead, you had them chase a child. You've chased children before. You have your own children. I'm sure you've chased them around. Yeah, you and could sometimes catch them I can't catch them. To. But sometimes I can. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. It, it, like, I'm, I'm glad to say you've never chased children, Bell. So you don't know. I've like. chased my nieces and nephews, but okay. like, if I wanted to catch those kids. Them kids is caught. <laughs> I'll set, I'll set phasers to stun. I don't I, care. You know, no, this I'm, is good. This I'm is getting good. that so, kid. <laughs> so the kidnapping, the kidnapping children wasn't as realistic as you've come to, uh, to know from your, look what I kidnap kids. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, me man. and Ezra, we, we have a, we have, we, you know, I, wow. I, I, I got him on speed. Wow. 
Okay. Wow. Wow. Oh, sorry. You know, I had to do it to him. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, like so I, my, my concern was that is the direction they're taking this show going to be so just goofy and ridiculous that they're wasting the talent of this young actress playing this iconic no, character? They're not wasting for, the talent. They, 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 I, 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 they didn't. They, they didn't. They didn't. But I, my, my concern was that they were and they were going to make this like, you know, some goofy, stupid thing. And, and they didn't. And they didn't. Um, again, like once they once they they got into the. Um, Jedi Underground Railroad and all that stuff started happening and the story started moving in a way that made sense. Like like the escape from um uh the the weird black obelisk place. Oh, you're talking about uh, in, uh Hotel Inquisitorius. No wait, no. Uh, yeah. yeah. The- <laughs> Welcome to the Hotel Inquisitorius. <laughs> It's uh, such a lovely place, but no, yeah, the the uh, something I think is either Tower Inquisitorius or Beacon Inquisitorius, something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, um, you know, it 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 was. I was like, okay, fine. When they showed that uh, that Reva put the tracking device in the droid or whatever, but like, I'm sitting there, it's like, okay, so you got snow speeder. Well, not snow. They were just speeders, um, and you showed us scenes before all the Tie Fighters just hanging out in this hangar. And, you know, they're, they're, they're getting out and you're not going to at least try to go after him. You throw, you throw a crate at one of them, blow the other guy up. And I don't, she, she put a tracker on him. I, I, I know. And like when they, when they finally did that, I was like, oh, okay, fine. But they did the same episode. Like that was the plan. I know, I know, but <laughs> but until they did that, I was like, "This is dumb." Like, what? There's so many stormtroopers. There's <laughs> like, why? Why are why are they letting them escape? See, and, you're going um, in this with like just expecting to be disappointed. More great TV talk up in just a few minutes, but first we got to pay a few bills. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. When you, when you I wasn't. It, I wasn't expecting to be disappointed. I, I was enjoying the episode up and I was I'm like, how are they going to get out of this? This is mm. crazy. Like this is so insane. And I was just ex- like the way they set it up. I was expecting something like the, the. For example, the scene when they're underwater and like Obi Wan has to use the Force to prevent the water from crashing in so they can escape. Right. I'm like, cool. oh man, that was nuts. That was pretty crazy. Like that they did that. So like, but like, how are they going to get out of this? Like this is an entire Imperial facility. Like they don't have a ship. What are they going to do? And just the way that they did it was just it was. Yeah. It, it just it just felt very like uh, Deus Ex Mechanica, but lazy Deus Ex Mechanica, where God just kind of like yawns. He's like, oh, snaps his finger and teleports him off the planet. That's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, don't get me wrong. The the end of it where everybody was kind of popping up all over the galaxy in five seconds. That was a little bit like Game of Thrones season. Yeah, at the end of it, like with it's just like, oh, oh, sh- this is happening on Tatooine right now. Well, let me instantly be on Tatooine right now. <laughs> Because like, I, I know not how space well, yeah. travel works. Yeah, I, I know uh, the you know they're obviously going faster than light, but it still takes time because like you know Han wasn't in the cockpit when they're going to Alderaan. I'm assuming it's taking you know a couple hours at least to go from Tatooine to Alderaan in hyperspace, uh, something like that. So so yeah, like uh, the, and I, I was I was okay with that, but I'm, I'm just saying there there were some things that they built up to be like these crazy epic. You know uh, how are they gonna how are they gonna get out of it and just all the things that I was thinking of that would like, Oh man, what are they going to do this? Are they going to do this? And then they do something that's like, Oh, well eh. I was just disappointed. I think, um, because I hyped it up in my head too much for, you're, you're not mad. You're just disappointed. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not mad. I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. But 
all like all that said, I think overall the series was great. I, I loved seeing uh, Ewan McGregor in the role again. Um, I love seeing Hayden uh, in the role again. Uh, the 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 Vader Obi Wan duels were were great. Um, the dialogue between them was great. Uh, Leia, the actress playing her, was great. Um, you know, the like all of these things. Uh, the 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 sum was greater than the parts, right? And it stuck the landing really really well. Okay, and so. Like I think overall it was it was a good show. It was, I was I was kind of disappointed at the beginning because it just felt kind of dumb, <laughs> but I'm glad that it quickly grew past that. And at the end, like the last uh, three episodes, because there were six total, right? Uh yes, yeah. It was it was it was a short one. It was definitely shorter yeah. than than most for sure. Yeah, and I think the last three episodes were, were really, really, really solid. Okay. Um, especially the, the last one. The last one was just great. So yeah, I mean, overall, I, I I think it was good. But I, you know, I had issues with it. It it just it just yeah. But um, but yeah. Okay. I, okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair that, enough. I, that's, I mean, that's that's me. That's you. That's you. I mean, like you know, I I enjoyed it thoroughly throughout the entire process. I mean, there were like here and there little whatevers, but like for the most part, I I really enjoyed it. I think that, I think. Uh, you know, as you're mentioning, you are giving props to their good moments throughout. I think, you know, you have to look at that that scene that Leia and Obi-Wan had where she asked if he was her father. Like, that was such a precious moment. And it really kind of got to, like, the core kind of yearning this child has for trying to know who her birth parents are. And then you also see in that moment kind of a revelation of who Obi-Wan is and who he was. He mentions like, I think I had a brother. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't even know his birth parents. You know what I mean? Like, he was, he was a... Uh, he was a company man through and through. Like he was taken from Stu John at a very, very young age and has never looked back and like has no memory or connection of his parents or anything of that nature. Or like not, not really anyway, not, not any kind of significant uh, relationship. They could still be alive. I don't know. There were so many little nuggets there. They could potentially explore in the future. It probably won't because I do think you don't want Obi-Wan leaving Tatooine too often. I think that's a well, that's not a good well to go to that being said. Uh, it could be kind of cool to, to learn more about the, the Kenobi family at some point down the line. I think they, uh, with the, uh, you know, underground railroad situation, they kind of set up a potential area, a space of star Wars, if you will, that, uh, that is ripe for exploration through other stories and characters and, you know, however they want to, to do, uh, that is kind of cool. Uh, as I mentioned, one thing that I never really talked about on my minis was the, the, the product placement of the Mickey mouse droid. I didn't, <laughs> you know, when that when I first saw that thing, I was like, ah, t- okay, all right, there's a toy. Yeah, I see, I see the toy. Okay, and it, 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 I was kind of getting past it, and it was fine. It's, you know, how that at the beginning of it, they always do like the 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 mask and droid faces and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's the one because they've got Lola, the 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 droid, and her ears are up, and when they do it real fast, it looks just like a Mickey Mouse hat, and I'm like. Okay. That's not intentional at all. That's Surely not, not. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. uh, yeah. On sale now at Disneyland near you. So anyway, that, <laughs> that, that ended up bothering me probably more than anything else that Bell has mentioned <laughs> bothered him. <laughs> but it is what it is. You know, Disney's got a Disney. They're going to, they're going to get their money out of it one way or the other. But, um, all right. Yeah. No, it, I like that this was an event and not necessarily a series or a movie. I think it worked in that regard. I love the fact that this was redemption for Hayden to some extent. Like he got to play Vader in full. Um, loved. I mean, I just think his performance, both in costume and out of costume and in broken costume, where we get to see his face uh, ex- 
extremely great scene. That was the bridge. That was, this was, in my opinion, the thing that we needed more so than the Bad Batch, more so than the last season of the Clone Wars. We needed this kind of story to fully bridge the prequels and the originally tr- original trilogy. And so for me, man, I think that this did that successfully throughout. And I think, yes, there are moments that are, are really, really solid throughout some of the more, I don't know, lower key episodes or whatever it may be. But I think those, those are great pillars. And I think the thing as a whole is really solid. So uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, man, what are you giving it out of five stars? Hmm. Um, I think I'm going to have to give it a three and a half. All right. I'm giving it four better than Boba Fett, but that's not saying much. Now that I think about it. <laughs> you mean Mandalorian season 2.5 Mandalorian season 2.5. Yeah. It's better than Mandalorian season 2.5. Uh, no, I thought, I thought it was really great. I enjoyed it. I yeah, Ma- yeah. Mandalorian probably better. I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie. I, I think Mandalorian is probably better than this, but I, I still enjoyed it very much. And, uh, and like I said, I think this, this is needed. This was needed. You know, we always say like, Oh, we don't need this. This one we needed. You can argue whether or not we needed a solo film. I would argue we needed an Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like this, this was needed. Yeah. I mean, maybe. All right. I'll, I'll take the maybe. Uh, that's going to do it for us. <laughs> uh, any, any final thoughts though, before we uh, toss it to contact information, sign out all that kind of good stuff? No, no, I, I think we're good. All right, then you can tell us your thoughts. Uh, head over to the Twitters, TV Talk FM at TV Talk FM is the place to do it. You can also find our contact information at TV Talk.fm. By the way, follow Bell at Ring That Bell so you can tell him just how wrong or potentially right he was about this series. It's all up to you. His opinions are his opinions, and you must judge him for it <laughs> at Ring That Bell on Twitter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you can't judge me for my opinions. Because I'm not on Twitter anymore. <laughs> but you can send in your thoughts at TV Talk FM. That's going to do it for us for this week. But don't worry, we'll be back in a flash. <laughs> <laughs>